What is up, everybody? Rad Parenting, Joe Siv here today with... Anaya Bogue. My co-host. Dressed super nice today. <laughs> no, you usually come in the workout gear. I know. Did you not work out before the show? I, I did. I, I did my big walk very early this morning, and I had time to change. I love walking. Me too. I love jogging, though. Are you a jogger? Um, no. I'm jo- going to say no. Yeah? Okay. I'll, I'll tell you why I love jogging. I don't know why. It just it clears my mind so much. My dad used to say that to me. He goes, Joe, I go on a jog. I clear my mind. A lot of people. And, and, and it's, it's therapeutic, but, mm-hmm. but it's weird now that um, I, I don't know why this happens to me, but while I'm jogging... Mm-hmm. And listeners, any of you guys go through this? While I'm jogging, um, I'm thinking of my kids, thinking of you know life, and then I start laughing, and then I start thinking about them when they're like little, because you know now they're older, mm-hmm. and then and then I start crying. So I'm I'm Aww. crying while I'm running. Aww, and I, I love and I, that. And while I'm on the run, because I run around the Rose Bowl over there in Pasadena. Oh, nice. Yeah. But, so there's people coming my way. Yes. And and I think they're like, what's wrong with the crazy guy here? Because I'm laughing because yes. I'm crying. Yes. But I'm crying because I'm laughing in the end. I don't know. Yeah. Isn't that isn't that nuts? I think it's awesome. It must be that you're somehow dropping in, like, yeah, you're you're dropping in to some deeper part of yourself while you're running. You're getting very zen. I think it's just I tap into these memories and thoughts, mm-hmm. and I'm alone for the right without all the daily chatter that you have when you're not kind of in that zone. I call that the loops that are going on in your head all the nice. time. The loops. I need to do this. I need to be there. I need to go there. But when I yeah. run. Uh, and I'm sure other people experience it with working out or maybe surfing or going mm-hmm. on a walk mm-hmm. where you just really don't those, – those voices in your head and those loops get quieter mm-hmm. and quieter. Uh, the, the idea of the show that I had, I'm going to spring something onto you. Okay. Because it has to do – because when I went for my run today – uh, you know, and I'm crying around the Rose Bowl. Um, you know, <laughs> it's right before July 4th, so everyone's there. Uh-huh. Are you doing anything for the 4th? Uh, no, no plans yet. I want to invite you to my house. I'm having a party. I I would love that. Can I, you know, I'm Canadian, so tomorrow's my day. Tomorrow's Canada Day. Yeah. So maybe I just need to bring a little Canadian flag and I'll bring have my own sort of one. simultaneous bring celebration. Bring a Canadian flag. Bring, bring, uh, bring, what is it, Molson up there you guys drink? Is uh, that what it is? Well, yes, there is Molson Canadian. There's yeah. also Labatt's Blue, or at least there was before I moved away. Yeah. But I'm pretty but bring sure all that. Yes, yes. All right, so come. Awesome. Yeah. And it's great because uh, I was, this is my party, so I was invited to it. Unlike, unlike, unlike my previous. daughter's party. Yeah. And I'm going to, I'm going to show her how You're gonna we do it. I'm going to show her how it's done. I'm going to show her how we do I'm it. I'm coming just because of that, if yeah. nothing else. Yeah, I'm excited for it. But uh, today's show, I'm going to spring something on you because you said something to me. Uh, Whenever you and I are talking about the show, just so you guys know, we're always texting each other, Anae and I, um, ideas for the show. We're always uh, emailing back and forth. Hey, what about this? What about this? And you said something to me that totally, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to put that in the back of my mind and I'm going to spring this on you right now. Your Uh daughter turns 20 this weekend. Saturday. Okay. How is that? How is it possible that I have a 20 year old? And you said that on the phone and Uh it was one of the first times ever and I know our listeners are like, whoa, Anaya got a little squirrely. Like, you know, you, you know, because you're the one I always ask, like, you know, what do I do when this happens? Or mm-hmm. people that email us, you know, what happens, you know, with this? Uh, and you always have such great answers. So I'm, I'm going to turn the tables on you a little bit okay. in the sense that um, I, I have questions for you in the sense of you have a 20 year old daughter and you just said it. How did that happen? Mm-hmm. And for, for me, you're on the other side of it. I, you know, I live in the world of a 14 year old and an 11 year old. Mm-hmm. Or a twelve-year-old and a fourteen-year-old. You're still uh, trying to get through the storm of the teenage. Yeah, I feel like mm-hmm. if you know, for the analogy for this particular show, we're lost at sea. 
<laughs> and dad's in charge of getting us back to land. Yes. And mom's helping. Yes. And and the kids help sometimes, or they're in the belly of the ship playing video games. I'm like, mm -hmm. guys, get up here. The ship's turning over. And right. they're like, be right up. And they never yeah. do. Uh, so we're in the, we're lost. You know, I don't want to say lost at sea, but we're trying to get to land. Mm -hmm. And some days the ocean is very nice. Or calm waters at the very least. Yeah. And sometimes it's very tranquil and it's beautiful. And then the storms come. Mm -hmm. And as parents... I'm still navigating. My wife and I are still navigating with our son and daughter mm -hmm. to get to that place. I don't know what that place is, but I do know this. I feel that you having a daughter that's 20 years old, are you seeing land? Are you on? Are you at that place? What's what's it like having a 20-year-old? How I mean, for me, I always think of my daughter just this little teeny just this little person I used mm -hmm. to carry around and my son, the same thing. And I'd always do math in the middle of the night of when I'm, when they're 15, I'll be 48. And when they're this and that, right. I was doing math all the time. What will our relationship be like? But tell me, how do you feel as a mom and having a 20 year old? That's mm -hmm. the first question. Mm -hmm. And then also how does that relationship change through this whole journey you've been on with your daughter? Right. Okay. So, uh, so it's interesting because there's a bunch of stuff here. First is the very natural, like when I say, how is it that I have a 20 year old? That's because although I know I'm 46, I frequently have to stop and go, how old am I? Like, how is that? How did I get to be 46? And so her, and I think a lot of people can relate to this, that our children's age, or when we hear about somebody else's kids, like you have, you know, a cousin who's got, you know, three kids. And the last time you saw them, they were like two, four and five. And now you hear that they're like getting married or they're graduating from college. You're like, wait a minute, that would mean that I'm also like 15 or 20 years older. Um, how did that happen? So, so there's definitely that piece of it. Um, but I think that, you know, I, my experience both professionally and then in my own, with my own daughter has been that it gets as bad as it's going to get the storm, you know, being a gets as bad as it's going to get at about 15. Okay. And then I think what happens is as they see, go Can ahead, I Joe has his hand up. Okay. So I'm going into the storm right now. Okay. No, yes. so what you're saying. This is as okay. bad. Yes. Okay. This is 15. as bad. And generally speaking, and I think my theory behind that is that on the other side of 15, like once they're 16 and they're moving into, you know, probably like, you know, late sophomore, junior year, adulthood is within their sights. And so there's certainly developmental, developmental things that are going on, but it's also that they can see what's ahead of them and suddenly the future and behaving like other people that they view who are already in adulthood and they start to emulate that, um, they just start to become more uh, decent human beings, let's just say that. So I definitely saw that with my daughter. And then she, at 18, went away to college initially. She was up in Canada for a year and is now back going to school here in California. But that was probably the big like, oh, wow, like she's really going to be on her own, making her own decisions, getting her butt to work or to school or having to be responsible for herself. And there was a sense in that I had inside that I think <clears throat> a lot of parents have. And that is, okay, like I've done my, I've done my part. You don't stop being a parent, but there's definitely kind of this release of, of like, I only, some of the responsibility is now squarely on her and more and more every year of her life from this point forward. Now, when you say there's this release, I got to say, like, is it a release with, that involves crying and like, oh my gosh, she's on her own? Like, like how does, how do, what was that feeling for you? Because everything you're describing, to, I know to a lot of parents, they're, they're going through that or they're about to go mm -hmm. through that right now. So that emotion, did, did a lot of emotions come with that when she went away to college, 18? Um, okay. So I would say that there was definitely some fear. 
You know, there's you, I, and I've said this before, I think on the show, I've always approached parenting that it is my, my primary goal is to do all that I can to ensure that as individuals moving independently out in the world, my girls are capable of making good choices, respectful, respectful of themselves, respectful of others, um, you know, you know, making good choices so that they have more choices in their future, all of those things. And so on one hand, I felt like, wow, I've, I've done a good job because here she is, she's choosing to, you know, go several, you know, a couple thousand miles away from home to go to school. She's made thoughtful decisions, et cetera, et cetera. And how she does now is really going to kind of be the test of how well I've done as a parent. I think I would have been more upset and I see this in parents, that if your child has become too much a part of your sense of identity and value in the world, that them moving on is going to be really disruptive. Because, you know, I think that empty nest syndrome has a lot to do with, but my, a big part of my identity as a mom is as a, as a parent. And so if I'm no longer actively playing that role on a daily basis, who am I? Which is why it's so important whether your kid is, you know, out of the womb, is five, is 15, is, you know, about to move into adulthood, that you are aware that you have to maintain your own, you know, individual identity in the world that goes beyond wearing that parent. Yeah. We did a whole show about that a couple episodes back. Keeping your self-identity being being who you need to be yeah. and and continue growing as a human being. And Absolutely. it's tough, man. I mean, I know right now as a dad and it, it, just speaking for dads out there, once you once your kids show up, you, it, your energy just shifts to it's all about them. Mm-hmm. You know, as it should because they're young and they need you to be there mm-hmm. and and you're and they're learning and you're learning. It's your first time being a parent, so it's it's your but priority. But they also need you to continue to be a whole human being. Yeah. And so so that's really I think that one of the important things that I continue to check in on and I did throughout her life, and now I have a, also have a seven going on eight year old. So that's been interesting to kind of like repeat some of the you know earlier childhood things. But I think it's really essential that we maintain that balance so that when they move on, we're allowing them space and genuine encouragement, and we're not holding them back with feelings of guilt. Like, what am I going to do now that you're leaving? You I think know? that's really important because I I know that that type of guilt whether it's our own parents. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm sure our kids feel it sometimes, you know, from us. Like my son sometimes will say to me, like, if I don't work on a Friday night, like let's say I don't have any shows and and I'll I'll be at home and I'll say, dude, let's get some pizza and, you know, watch a movie together. And he'll be like, oh, well, I'm going to, you know, so-and-so's house. I'm like, oh, man, really? Right. And then I'm like, oh, man, I wasn't working tonight and I thought maybe. And he goes, dad, don't guilt trip me. Yes. And I, I always go, you're right. Go have fun with nice. your buddy. But then I will always say, tomorrow night, me and you. You know, right. like I'll throw that right. out. Which is great because that's to me, that's the perfect balance of, you know, honoring them, their journey, what they need to go out in the world and do for their own personal development, but also continuing to nurture the relationship. Because you do want to keep offering the opportunity for the two of you to spend quality time together. That's good for you and it's good for him. So Absolutely. Um, but I think we we have to be careful of making sure that we we always allow space for them to explore who they are become who they are and let them know that we're still always there. I want to slide right into, so you have a 20 year old, you got a relationship with her. That's obviously different than when it was when you were 15, Yeah. when she was 15 Mm -hmm. and now she's 20. She's went away to college. Um, for our listeners out there that are that are you know about to go into that world of a thirteen year old or even mm-hmm. the people that have younger kids that mm-hmm. are that are hearing me when I say, oh my gosh, it goes so fast and they're and they're feeling the same feelings and I want you guys to know it is so natural, at least I I think it is. Tell me that you, you know, you'll wake up at two in the morning 
and I'll lay awake and I don't do it as much as I used to and just go, where did the time go? The house seems so quiet at that moment. It's almost all the memories yeah. are just cruising around in my head. Yep. And I laid. I used to lay there. I, I still do it once in a while, but I just li- I was living in this weird thinking of the past all the time. Mm-hmm. And I did that for about a year, I mm-hmm. want to say. And then finally one day I was like, you know what? My relationship with my kids was one way, mm-hmm. and and now my relationship with my kids is a different way, and I feel that I've learned that it's always growing and changing, no different than my relationship with you. Absolutely. Like when I first met you, it was one relationship. And it was great, but it was different than it is now. Yeah. And and that's exactly right. So, so, so it's a good rule of thumb, in my opinion, any relationship. Here's the thing. As individuals, we are in a constant state of growth. If we're doing anything right, we are. And being in a state of growth means being in a constant state of change. If in any relationship that it feels like there is a demand or that you're holding back either your own personal growth or you're holding back the other person's growth because that feels uncomfortable or scary or whatever, you are doing either yourself or the other person a disservice. We can't hold our children back from becoming the next incarnation of themselves and, and any more than we should do that in our marriage, in our you know friendships or whatever. So I think it's really critical. And what I have learned going through you know now 20 years with my oldest daughter and then being able to have the opportunity to, to do it again with an eight, now almost eight-year-old, is that there is something incredible about every stage. So as I saw the growth and change, like say between, you know, five and seven, it would be like, oh, I miss her little baby teeth and how she couldn't say all her words properly. But then I would go, oh, but now we have these conversations that are more in depth. She's asking questions that are so awesome. We can do things together that we couldn't do before. And I think seizing that opportunity and really making the most of it and celebrating it gives, they just energetically even, they will feel like, oh, good. Like I'm supposed to keep growing and changing. It's not a bad thing. It doesn't make mommy or daddy sad. I'm on track. What are the things you miss the most, though? Be honest. What do I miss the most? Yeah, she's I mean, about to turn 20. You're going to be sitting there singing happy birthday. What's, what are some little flashes that run through your head that you do miss? Uh, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I have a lot of memories. When she was young, it was, oh, gosh, it's going to make me emotional. But, you know, <laughs> there was a period of time when it was just the two of us. And it was such a special, it was just such a special time because it was like, it's, it's you and me, you know, we're going to, we're going to do this. It's you and me against the world. And, and, but the beautiful thing is I think we have the foundation that we do now because of those years. But I, I do, I still have little things I'll remember that she used to say in a certain way. And, and we reminisce about those things and they'll never go away. You know, yeah. but but you know, I also am now dealing with an extraordinary young woman who I'm so proud of. What are the what are the parts of the relationship you like right now? Like you said, you have these in depth conversations. Yeah. Because what I'm trying to set up right now, and I got to say really quick, my eyes mm-hmm. welled up when you were talking because your eyes welled up. You guys can't <laughs> see that. We almost just broke into. T- it was jogging. We were jogging. I, th- I look. Why am I always crying? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Why I want to do a show on uh, people crying. <laughs> <laughs> Once you have kids, you cry. Someone told me you cry because your heart's soft. Oh, it yeah. is. Yeah, it, I've had, it, it, and the guy that told me that was like some dude covered in tattoos, and he was just I like, you that. know, in this band, and he's like, he's like, you know what, Joseph? I'm like, well, and I thought he was gonna be like, you know, having kids. He's like, having kids makes my heart soft. Yeah, and I was like, wow, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it is. It is. Okay, let's go into like right now, a 20 year old. What's mm. like the? What you have these in depth conversations? Yeah, she. You know, and it's interesting because it happened when she was. In, when she was away at college up in Canada, um, and, and I have to say, like, for the first few months, it was a little like I'd gone from 
speaking to her every single day of her life to having, you know, days at a time when she was doing her own thing. And that was a little bit of an adjustment for me. But then about like four or five months in, we started having these deeply philosophical conversations because what she had done was she had taken this time on her own to like dive into Osho and all of these other things that honestly, I never, I didn't, I had not even seen glimmers of like, oh, she's heard me or those are things that resonate with her. And so I was just like, wow, look at you. And not look at you, wow, patting myself on the back, like look at you. I do believe I've done a really great job with her, but she is her own person. And I love celebrating her and and communicating with her how how amazing I think she is in terms of the person that she's become. Yeah, the, when, when, you're, when you're telling that, that was what I wanted to have everyone here today on the show. Uh, I wish I would have been able to hear that it's you're going to have these conversations with you, with especially those nights where I was laying there in bed doing arithmetic in my head. My daughter's nine. I'll be this age. Yeah. When she's 10, she's this age. I got to throw this out there though, because I know a couple of people probably thought about this. Mm-hmm. That it might be a little easier for you. You got a 20-year-old, but you got an eight-year-old too. Mm-hmm. Is it kind of nice having that eight-year-old right there? It, it, well, it, it is. And I'm going to be. I'm going to be totally honest. Okay. My eight-year-old keeps me feeling probably like feeling younger than I am. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm still. You know, I love the sort of like adult relationship I can now have with my daughter, which is this interesting balance of like I will always be your mother, but I am also you know another. I'm. I'm. We are both women. We are. We are. We are developing a friendship that we could not have. You know, would not have been. You know, the same or healthy or you know whatever before. Um, but with my little one, like when I still hear her call me mommy, you know, my older daughter doesn't call me mommy anymore. Yeah. And and I love it that I, you know, mama, mommy, and and just like she's she I can still pick her up and we can have morning morning snuggles and and I savor that because I'm aware that it's gone with my older daughter. And so I just I do. And I think that that's if anybody the, takes the something snuggles, from this. The snuggles yeah, if anyone's gonna take anything from it, maybe the snuggles and that those Little smells of the head, you know. Yes. I, always, I used to always do like, you know, kids. It's true, like, ah. and you know, sometimes I think, you know, when we're in the thick of it, like, had I had my two daughters, like, two years apart or whatever, I would have been so in the thick of that I, I couldn't have. And this is what I'm hoping. I, I, I would have wanted somebody to say, savor this, even though things are crazy. Maybe take like a day when you're just with one or the other daughter or something like that so that you really just have this juicy you know, time that you can hold on to and take pictures and record her voice so that you can go back and you can hear that and you can share it with her. Um, I am getting the benefit of that because I'm doing it again 12 years later um, and I'm really savoring it with my little one because it does make my heart hurt sometimes to think that I'm not going not gonna to be pregnant again. I'm not going and have the feeling of, you know, nursing a baby. And, you know, those things are like, those are to me are the gems of life. Yeah. Yeah. And, and when you say those moments, filming them, recording, I always say, have those memories also recorded in your mind because mm-hmm. the, no one, the fire isn't going to take those away. You'll be able to remember it. A lot of times when I'm in a moment with my kids, when I'm in a moment with the family or I'm in a moment with my son, daughter, wife, I'll really in my mind now really visually record what's going on and and not taking out the cell phone all the time yes. because I have that and I think that's great too. But it's really like dropping into that moment and going, wow, here we are and we're all swimming together in the pool and this is this is awesome. Because right, and being fully present to being that. Being present. Yeah. And, and for everyone... 
that was the thing I wanted to kind of pull out of you today. And you said it, you said, savor the moments because although we know they're going to change and that could be sad and that, that can be something that's a, a tough pill to swallow. Right. And as I've shared with you guys, I was always, I swallow that pill. I think it's at two twenty-two in the morning that for some reason it would always be that yeah. time that I yep. got that medicine of like, wow, this is going fast. You're saying savor, savor it. And also the the new relationship that you're having with your daughter at 20 yep. is it's also savor that moment because it's amazing as well. Yes. And I would also add that what the quality, it's almost like if you think about, you know, building relationships are like, you know, building, if you were to build, you know, a house from brick with a strong foundation, it's like every year, if you look at, you know, going to going to school and each year, each grade builds upon the next, you're going to be better in fourth grade if she has a really good teacher in third grade. What we do as parents each year become building blocks for the quality of our relationship as each year passes. So even when 15 is super hard, the quality of, of your relationship and how you're able to get through that as two human beings is going to be better than if you try to hold them back or you you don't put strong a strong foundation in place right now. Analogy. I'm going to throw it out there right now. Do it. I realized when I was having those moments of sleepless nights, the only analogy they could come to is is when is when the tide's coming in and you're a kid and you're trying to build your sandcastle and it's all great because the tide's out. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden throughout the day, the tide starts coming in and Mm -hmm. you build a little area for the water to go into. Okay, it's not going to mess with the castle. (laughs) You know, we all did it. You dig it deeper and dig it deeper. And then finally, as the the tide changes and the day at the beach ends, what happens is that castle, it it goes away. And it it isn't what it was when it was built at three o'clock because the tide came in and you can't stop the tide coming in you can't right. and i and i realized in my own personal way i was trying to stop the the tide to come in and right. it was really interfering with i would be with my kids and i would already be sad in a moment we're having a great moment i'm like oh god i'm right. sad we're all together and then you're gonna get older gonna go and they're away. like yes. what's wrong with and then dad? you lose the beauty of they're that like, particular moment because then you start you're not living in the moment you're yes. living in the future of and it's just confusing and and i think you also i mean i love that analogy of the tide because what happens is when the tide comes in and washes that current castle away there's also a clean slate to build Absolutely. a bigger better castle a more you know a, a castle that's going to be unique onto its own it doesn't have to be better but it's, it's also just, changing it's absolutely. also changing the surroundings it's changing the next day that's it's right. changing what you're going to build i will throw this out there too when you were saying the relationship with your daughter has changed to 20 i know with my own my dad mm-hmm. and my mom uh recently went up to san francisco and i was doing shows up there mm-hmm. and i every morning it was great i was waking up in the morning and it was like I was a little kid again because my dad gets up super, super early. And he was always saying to me when I, you know, this past couple weeks when I was up there, he's like, hey, man, you're working late at night. You know, I'm, I'm going to just go to work and then we'll catch up in the evening mm-hmm. when you're back here. But I'd hear him in the morning up there and it would, and I'd literally have just gone to bed at like, oh, you know, 2 a.m. And I was like, you know what? You know, I want to go up there and hang out with him. And I'd go up there and we would sit at the table and we were having these conversations that were so great about different books and different, um, you know, different, just different spiritual things that he's into and different things that, you know, he was turning me onto. And we were talking about all of these great authors and he, Mm -hmm. and he just was giving me these books and he's turning me onto this. And, and I was like, wow, like if you would have told me when I was 15 Mm -hmm. sitting at the table, 
with a mohawk and my GBH <laughs> shirt on and him just saying to me, Joey, why do you got to look like that? Why? Yep. I remember he said to me, he goes, you know what? I'm going to get a mohawk. If you can have one, I can have one. <laughs> and I got so mad. I'm like, you can't have a mohawk. He's like, why not? Why can't I have a mohawk? I can go to the shows with you. He like, uh-huh. and, he, and, 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 and I, was like, I was like, dude, this guy will never, we're never going to get it. Yeah. You know? And now yes. here I am at 48 and, and whatever age he is, uh, Having these great conversations. He'd have to kill you if you actually said. I don't even know how old he is. He just (laughs) looks great, man. That I wish I I went to Italy with him last year, Mm -hmm. and I'm telling you right now, he had more energy than anybody I've ever went anywhere. Age is a state of mind. Oh my god, no! But and the thing was, he just you know we're going here, we're going there. One night we're at a disco. I'm like, where's my dad? He's like, oh, I'm like, dad, what? He's like, yeah, Yeah. we'll take the train back to the hotel later. Just yes, he's just you know. So each year, each year is an opportunity to discover new things about the about your child and about yourself through your child and vice versa. It's so awesome. And and the thing that I've just learned with my own relationship with my kids is that at some point uh it, it our relationship will continue to evolve just like mm-hmm. i guess it has you know with with my own parents that's right you with your daughter that's right and you got and that that hopefully gives us permission to be present in the moment and not lamenting that it's going to pass but but to be present to it and and savor it knowing that there is you know there's going to be other great things to come and so to just enjoy this and be ready to be on the train to enjoy the, the next beautiful savor thing the moments savor the moments savor this 4th of July that you guys are enjoying right now savor this summer do something that you you know it's so easy to think oh we don't have enough we, we that's going to cost too much money to do that that we shouldn't do that there's so many different things that you can do take a walk with the family uh, go somewhere uh, that doesn't cost camping you know boom you do that one night uh, barbecue hang out together create those little moments because when you savor all of those little moments they make a great collage of different memories for your kids and for yourself in your mind and and it's summertime right now and this is when you can you know slow it down a little bit and hang with the family I know that I get so wrapped up in I got the comedy show I gotta mm-hmm. be here I gotta go there I gotta write that bit I gotta do this I gotta make sure I go to work boom 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 and then sometimes I I, I look and I'm like I don't want to miss just waking up in the morning and spending that extra time saying hey it's summertime let's hang out together yes. let's do this yes let's, do it let's, we don't know what's coming tomorrow let's yeah. make the most of today yes absolutely savor the moments all right, and if you go jogging and you start to cry, let me know because I want to know. I want to know. I want to meet <laughs> We're all. We have the, to explore that. I want to meet all. I want to meet all the people that are crying while they're jogging and laughing. It's insane. Hey, gotta thank everyone for all of the emails uh, for Rad Parenting. Rad Keep Parenting. Sending them. I love them so much. Absolutely. They're just they're just so freaking thoughtful. They're just really really great. Yes, and the thing that I know it's hard to find the time to write an email like that. So for the people that are like, oh god, I don't have time to do it. You know, whatever you need to do, it's radparenting at gmail dot com. Uh, over the next couple of weeks. We have so oh, many great guests coming in. Can you kind of yeah. break it down? Really, you, you, sure. Um, impact safety. So, impact personal safety. One of the founders of Impact Personal Safety has also written a couple of really tremendous books about on the subject of self defense, specifically for girls and women, but also for for boys and men. She's going to be in. Um, we've got um, Clay Patinay coming in, who is going to give us this amazing perspective of you know uh, being one of two dads raising three adopted children, and just one truly one of my favorite favorite human beings on the planet. We're so great, uh, grateful to have him. Um, Fallon Smythe and her mom. Uh, Fallon's a Nickelodeon actress. She's going to be coming in. We're going to talk about parenting, single motherhood. I mean, it's just, yeah. And we're bringing back Dr. Ah, Dr. Suzanne. Dr. Yes, Suzanne. A lot of you guys loved her. Yes. Uh, did I say you guys? 
I you say did. it right? You said you guys. That's correct, right? You got it right. Okay, cool. What is it I say sometimes? You guyses. You guyses. Not a word, people. What is that from? How would we? How would one even spell that? It sounds like little rascals. You it's, guys. It, a lot of people. <laughs> a lot of people say it. But anyway. Oh gosh, you find crutch words that you say when you do this show. And Anaya pointed out to me once. She goes, "There's no such word as you guyses." <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> "I don't say saying. that." And then we were listening back to her show. And I said, "I say you guyses." So for everyone out there, I apologize for that. Oh, you know, one other thing I want to ask. This is this is a this is a big ask. Random. For those of you, because I've gotten a few emails, people that have read the book, if you have read my book, and especially if you read it and loved it, please go on to Amazon and just I mean, a one sentence review, anything. Those things factor heavily and um you know, I, I'd love to read them, but also it's just really great for for the the, the books. So gets the word out there. on Amazon. Yes. Gets the word out there. Yeah. I mean, that's what's made the whole difference for the podcast. All the reviews that you guys have done on yes. iTunes for Rad Parenting has been awesome. All right, uh, you guys enjoy your 4th of July, uh, it'll be the, I, I don't know if you're going to celebrate it for the whole entire week, but a lot of you guys were getting this version of the show on 4th of July. So be careful out there. Make it to work with two hands. And uh, all I can say is, uh, Naya, thank you very much. My pleasure. Uh, my name is Joe Sid. We are both out of here. Late. Late.